Saka, please. Hello and welcome to the Kharipas episode of Busy Nation, Dhando, Takko, Rokro. This is Ritika with my friend Abhishek. Hello everybody. It's 11 o'clock here in India and it's a weekday and we have a holiday today. Oh, for what? Yeah, we have state elections. So most of the states... Oh. Uh, so no multiplexes, uh, no restaurants, no hotels are asked to be kept open. If they are, then it will be at oh. their own risk because uh, we have Shivsena and MNS like the crazy dogs who will be sent out. <laughs> so have Young you voted? Uh, not yet. I Actually, I don't think not I'll yet. vote because I don't have my voter's card. But I'll still go at the place. You just have to show your ration card, I guess, and uh, you can get okay. in line. So I'll give it a shot. But I think the same problem was there in the last election also where you did not have your voter's card. Yeah, but I got to vote. Oh, you did? They had a name in their register. I just had to uh, show my license and I could go in. Oh, okay. But you know, I started my day at okay, 5.30 so today. And you didn't even vote? No, that's because I had to drop a couple <laughs> of my teacher friends. That is, my mom is a teacher. So the only people who are working today are the teachers who have to compulsorily go to these election booths. And they are, yeah. <clears throat> they are volunteers for election duty. Yeah. I guess it's a holiday for all the officers also today. Compulsory yes. holiday. Yeah, almost everyone I know yeah. is home, but the problem is nobody knows what to do because uh, the restaurants are closed, no movies, no malls. So it's like uh, the government is trying to mess with your mind, saying if you don't want to vote, then <laughs> you will not know what to do with your life on that day. So yeah, I guess they should just stop broadcasting TV also. Then it will be more, oh, more fun. No bet. internet, no TV, no telephone. So you have to go and vote now. <laughs> oh, you bet. That will be like a like a curfew in the virtual world. I hope that doesn't happen. Yes. So what do we have in the virtual world? Because our topics today, I think, are related all to the internet. Yes, and like the last time, even in this episode, we'll move around a central theme. And the theme this time would be that how companies are using the internet medium effectively as a marketing tool. That's cool. So, and Abhishek is also munching something in between. I can hear <laughs> oh, it. Oh boy, I thought you were <laughs> I haven't had anything since morning. These are, these are Shengdani uh, yeah. Ladu. You know, have you heard this? Shengdani Gulze yeah, Ladu. Yeah, I have. Okay, let's not, let's okay, not yeah, talk yeah, sure, about sure. Indian food and Diwali sweets now for people who are away from home. Let's not talk to them about that. <laughs> yeah. So, coming to the first topic of the day, uh, Microsoft has found a weird way of launching Windows 7, its new operating system. And the concept uh, it has used is not really weird or new, but for a brand like Windows to be associated with it is extremely novel. So mm. there is a site called at houseparty.com, which is a new age marketing tool. And companies who want to launch their products, they register people for throwing house parties in which, you know, the hosts will talk to their guests about the company's new product and then the host will be compensated by giving free gifts or coupons of the product. You know, as much as I hate this concept of getting people and deliberately selling them the product, it's like calling 10 of my friends and talking about Indicas would be so weird and direct selling this to them, but it works. This thing uh, is, is a pretty yeah, good viral marketing tool. That's right. But I feel that it usually works for a product like, say, Tupperware or cosmetic brands like Avon, oh. etc., which are into direct marketing. But yes. uh, to associate it with something like Windows 7 uh, may turn out to be a double-edged sword. Oh my God, double-edged sword. Ah, I like the jargon. <laughs> <laughs> 
I read in some of the famous blogs mm. which have given their review on the Microsoft uh, video that has come out on YouTube. Microsoft has released a YouTube video which features the product and how to prepare about the party. But this video is deemed as unintentionally funny and very boring and stayed. So exactly. it features a, a demographically correct cast of actors like a white guy, a black guy and a hot blonde and an older woman. Yeah, everybody so, who will use a Microsoft like if yeah, and so like if it would have been in India, then they would have shown a Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, Christian. So <laughs> exactly something like but, that. <laughs> you know what, as as cliched as it may sound, and I think I've read a few blogs when uh, I was googling up for the story, and all of them said that midway uh, through the advertisement, they put their hands and their palms on their eyes and on their heads because it was a very, like you said, very boring and a staid ad where people are talking about the features of the product, trying to sell your product hard. Yeah, but. You know, some are saying, and I think I'm one among those some, is that this was very much intentional. Make an ad which is so bad that people will talk about it and blog about it and post YouTube widgets on their website and podcast about <laughs> it like we are. This, this reminds me more like, uh, you know, the <clears throat> the new Coke, which was launched. And it was a big, it's a big marketing case study yeah. that we, we had read in our MBA days. Uh-huh. Where it was said that uh, yes. it changed the taste of uh, the coke after having some market research and then it bombed big time and then they went back to the classic coke and then people asked the market research and the marketing team at coke tell us did you do this uh, knowing well that people will revolt and get you publicity and you will relaunch your classic coke and they said very interesting we are neither that smart nor that stupid to come up with an idea like that that we would risk our brand by uh. putting out something so do, don't give us credit more credit than we deserve <laughs> but yeah this this microsoft has got a very bad reputation with advertisements they they pulled in jerry seinfeld by giving him 10 million dollars and it bombed about a year yeah. ago we haven't seen any of the ads at least i mean i'm in india so i couldn't see them but uh, you yeah. don't remember microsoft ads do you and there was a firecracker that no, just went out never. Did you just hear that here in india <laughs> oh diwali yeah. uh, i'm missing all that fun <laughs> Yep. yep. Yeah. So coming back to uh, uh, Microsoft, what you're saying may be correct because sometimes, like in Bollywood, you know, no publicity is bad publicity. But what can go wrong with the video is that many bloggers they have described the video as boring, and so they somehow associate it with Microsoft being a boring brand. Like if I look at Microsoft as a brand, mm. I will definitely find Google and Apple as more hip and right. more young. This kind of ad will just confirm that notion and especially today when it is fighting with Google and Apple, it, it needs to do something to, you know, be considered as a more vibrant brand. But you know, all said and done, it will all depend on how the new operating system Windows 7 is, exactly. is actually. Because, <laughs> you know, there have been thousands of jokes on the internet. If you type in Microsoft Vista, on the internet in Google, mm. on the front page, you will also find yeah. <laughs> Microsoft Vista jokes. In fact, one joke went like this, that uh, Bill Gates, I know I'm digressing it just a little bit, but because of the bugs that Vista is famous for, your printer will not work, you will not get connected to the network if yeah. you're working in the office and all that. Now, Bill Gates gets to know that the world is going to come to an end. And uh, the God says that you have to go address your employees. Bill Gates goes to his employees and says, you know, guys, we've got a good news and a bad news. The bad news is that the world is going to come to an end. 
But the good news is that you will no longer be working on the Windows Vista bugs. I remember that in my company they tried to upgrade all the operating systems to Vista and nobody liked that and everybody was escaping the IT people because nobody wanted to upgrade to Vista because it was causing problems and not only that you know the another problem is if your company upgraded itself to a Vista in other words let's say it brought a new consignment of laptops which comes with a pre-installed mm-hmm. Vista now that you know it does it's not a good enough operating system for you if you want to downgrade yourself mm-hmm. to a microsoft xp you actually have to you pay you cannot do that you actually have to pay 150 dollars to do it yeah, yeah so which is ironic yeah that's how microsoft earns all its money and that's why bill gates is the richest man in the world oh yes but i read an article in fortune that uh, they actually missed their revenues this year by 1 billion dollars they had forecasted oh it's right here that yeah uh microsoft's fiscal 2009 revenues contracted to 58.4 billion dollars which is far less than 60 billion last year and most of the revenue if i'm not wrong 60% of it comes from the operating system itself and the rest yes, is that's uh, right. microsoft office and all that stuff the accessories yeah i'm sure they must be losing all the money in uh, hotmail and that their <laughs> msn and and now they have launched bing so Also you see in all these uh, products that they come up with you see they have M- MSN where Google dominates you've got uh, Microsoft right. Zoom where iPod dominates you've got PCs where again mm-hmm. Apple has taken away a good enough market share you've got an operating system where Google announces one day that we are going to have a free of charge operating system on the internet so everywhere mm-hmm. right now Microsoft is number 2 which it isn't used to Yes and that's what it is and uh, talking about advertising campaigns Microsoft's arch rival Yahoo is also not leaving any stone unturned and uh, Yahoo is about to unveil a 100 million dollar advertising campaign when you're talking about Yahoo it itself is not doing too well in the on the internet front and i think this is one desperate move the other day i opened my times of india the front page was the whole ad was that of yahoo in the in india's most premier newspaper and i have never seen an internet company advertise itself on the front page the last time i had seen it while i was in 10th or 11th when i think it was india.com i n d y a which is nowhere in the picture now i guess they started off the campaign in us and uk and now it has arrived in india too and they go by the tagline called it's you where the y is in capital and there is an exclamation mark against y right? right like it is in most of their uh, ads yahoo is definitely trying to uh, regain the market sh- uh, share that it has lost to google in search and online advertising especially mm-hmm. because yahoo used to be a big name in email before google came and you know one of the reasons is see google did everything on one page i think very simply they said we'll have we'll inbuilt yes. a chat window while you are checking your emails we'll put in a feature called conversations which are tied together to each other like it were a string of messages and inherently google and yahoo are two ends of what do you say a same stick i know very bad metaphor but it's like uh, yahoo creates uh, content and google says we are not good content creators we will only aggregate news so google.com google news i google.com Google only provides you a platform on which you can find the best stuff on the internet. Obviously, it is powered by yeah. search. I don't know if you have seen it. Have you seen it? Google Timeline, the one of the applications of Google. Not it's, quite. It's, it's really nice. Like it gives you day-wise news, and so if I type Yahoo, 
then it will give me on a timeline like it has a graph and it will give me that yesterday i can choose a week so every day whatever were the top news about yahoo it will put that under that particular uh, portion in the graph so it it uh-huh. will give me daily news whatever was the news about yahoo according to the date so oh, great so basically I, I, even this is a content nice. aggregation so it gives you the best yes, or the right. most commented stories on yahoo or the best stories of yahoo have been aggregated for you to read right though microsoft and yahoo are spending a lot to fight with google but mm. i feel that google somehow especially in the space of search has become a generic name now like i don't know about others but for me online search is googling so i may try bing once for checking it out but my browser automatically types google when i want to search it's ingrained for me now yeah that's true it's like xerox in the physical world you don't photocopy it exactly. xerox it. <laughs> but you know having said that you you mentioned about microsoft spending a lot of money in fact bing uh, the search engine from microsoft uh, it spent up to 100 million dollars but yes. they are at least coming up with a very compelling alternative to google but yahoo is yes. just spending that amount uh, to jog somebody's memory in the sense it is just telling you that hey you know what even we exist so please listen to yeah. us look at us so there there is nothing that they are it's coming from their stable nothing that they are providing more than what they did yesterday it's just another marketing campaign which i guess after 6 months or 2 months it will be done with and uh, we'll move on that's right and uh, well while we talk about uh, microsoft and yahoo how can we leave behind their main nemesis google uh, google is also launching a new version of online ad exchange which will enable the advertisers and the publishers to buy and sell advertising space same as like what happens on the stock exchange it will be similar to that for buying and selling of ads see this is what google is good at it is it does not go out and say that look this new internet is for you like yahoo said in its ad campaigns that you are the next champion yeah. its applications are designed in a way that you are a part of it like for instance even in this case uh, let's say you ritika has got a blog and the what's the blog title uh, opinionated indian an opinionated indian.blogspot.com i guess yeah. now you are mm-hmm. someone who wants to earn a few dollars by putting in some text link ads or banner ads on your website so you become mm. the publisher there is an advertiser right. say like coca cola or uh, say for instance if you've written something about dogs that you love dogs or hate dogs or something bad about right. meeta gandhi so google spider will go and fetch all companies who who are related to the pet or the veterinary industry or the animal industry and it will fetch and put an ad of that vet industry or some doctor on your web page hmm. right so that the company which serves dogs becomes an advertiser and of course there is google and the best part is it works like a stock exchange because the advertiser that is that dog company or whoever that company is gets to bid so if there are hundreds of ritikas writing hundreds of blog posts different blog posts depending on the number of hits that you get this person the advertiser will decide where to place its ad which is pretty cool that's right so here we'll have a set of buyers that is so all, like you to be example of dog so all the pet companies they will want to buy the ad spots and they will bid for the ad space depending on the number of clicks that my site has yes 
and whoever will uh, make the highest bid that will be accepted and the ad will be displayed yep and, and all, all this, this happens in a fraction of a second yes exactly i was getting there all this happens in real time that, that, <laughs> that, that's what makes it so much more fun and also you as a blogger the service ensures that there is no wasted white space on your blog in the sense if you have assigned certain place for ads and especially banner ads the banner ads will be placed in a way that it will take the shape of the white space that you have right. you need not customize your blog to insert advertisements in it yeah. according to according yeah. to what they have posted on their blog uh, in google that's right so that's that's pretty big and there is also this another middleman called the media buying house obviously so instead of uh, that coca cola or that wet company or the dog company advertising directly yeah. on your site they will strike a deal with a media buying house which will buy space on your website so they act as a middleman yes and since it's an innovative idea and it's a new thing for now at least google is the only company to be offering this you're right because you know espn charges up to 40 dollars to reach 1000 people online who are interested in sports mm-hmm. now this kind of a service where let's say if you are a blogger who has got 10000 people landing on your page and targeted audience uh, it will be for far less because as a blogger you cannot merit what an espn charges so it's a win win for everybody you get to earn some money while you are working in your daytime uh, through banner ads and uh, the advertiser can cut a deal at a very le- a low price that's true the another innovative idea has originated from a city in australia the company's name is usocial.com so australia it does it must be feeling at home right to you now <laughs> is something coming from no, the stable no, of ritika no no <laughs> no i miss home this is not home going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back uh, so this company called usocial it is offering a service that will sell twitter or facebook followers or any social networking site followers to uh, companies at a set rate so friends can be bought for a varying amount depends on how much you want to buy so it's like ek take free or you know yeah. you buy 10 and you will get three free friends so yeah. something like that you can also sell friends to people who don't have any friends so it was like i think they i read somewhere they <laughs> sold 1000 facebook friends you social was successful in selling 1000 facebook friends for $700 to some loner because yeah. he didn't have enough friends and he wanted to brag that he had those many friends but yeah in fact i have received invitations from restaurants for joining as a friend or a fan because somewhere on my profile probably it may have come out that i am a foodie or absolutely like it says out loud so, in your in your picture as well that <laughs> 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 you love food <laughs> that's a compliment there's not many people who love food the way you do <laughs> yeah right uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, so yeah so you social uh, it identifies all such profiles and that will match the company's prospective customer list and they will try to make those people the friends or the fans of the companies by sending them invitations yes so it basically does the dirty work of scrouging the social networking site facebook and a few others because it's also gotten into twitter now and it sees okay how many foodies how many people following soccer and all that and then they'll they'll ask people to join that company's community yes yeah in fact it's facing a bottleneck because uh, facebook uh, terms of service prohibit the use of personal profiles for commercial gain so if you social is paying people to be their friends or fans facebook 
is contemplating banning uh, those members who bought information from them uh-huh. but you social says that all it does is it send friend request on behalf of the buyer and uh, whether it the request has to be accepted or not depends on the people they are not paying the people to become friends or fans oh they are not so be, so if you were to join that restaurant community you will not get any money at all hmm. is that so no i won't no but yeah, what is there in it for us to be joining random communities and making friends with random people so only you social finally get to earn a lot of money yes yes hmm. that's right i don't like it See, you I- probably <laughs> No, you probably would like to be a member of uh, some community. Like I read so many profiles with say fan of Vada Pav and fan of this restaurant, and nobody is paying them for doing that. Right. So true, but you know, I I hate it when people earn money off it. Why? Because you see, on other websites, like uh, even in case of Google, you get to earn something as a blogger. The advertiser gets something. Google gets something. Everyone's happy, and you know, you're not kidding yourself. But out here, when you get an invitation, you don't know if it. that that company has paid money to or use social.com to get your information so it is invasion of privacy because i have to delete so many requests that i get in a day because i am also a cricket fan so i get some cricket club ka invitation this and that so it, it's a little annoying because i don't get anything out of it yeah but then in terms of advertising when an advertising is thrown on to you you normally do not get anything out of it right like when you're watching That's a tv ad or you're listening to an ad or probably even the ads that come on your cell phone hmm. it's it's the benefit of the provider it's the benefit of the advertiser and there, there is no benefit that you right. get out of it no i guess i'm a little too jealous so, because you social is getting paid for something is <laughs> getting paid for what for, for killing that time but they just have to sit on the internet employ five people and find out people yeah. with similar profiles and bundle that data and sell it to a a company that's it that is yes. uh, well a lazy way of making money yeah well he used his mind to do that and probably other people did not so yeah, he will earn money out of it <laughs> yeah that's so in fact even on twitter the, it, it's selling many profiles uh, on twitter dot of twitter dot com as well so so next time i get an advertisement on my twitter account it could be because of uh, websites like you social who are telling them what kind of tweets that i write or what kind of messages that i write no so next time probably shashi tarur will get one from some cattle farmer somewhere to join <laughs> his community depending upon his messages <laughs> yeah exactly and and you know they are they are defending themselves by saying that look it is not invasion of privacy you yourself have volunteered to put your information up there you are writing tweets which can be read by everyone so this is public property this is not an email right so if google can squeeze in their uh, ads on your email like if mm-hmm. for instance if i write to you that look i'm looking for a job somewhere in sap uh, in australia so next time when you reply i might have sap openings uh, text link ads next to the email that i received from you so if google can sneak into your mailboxes then we we can do something which is as harmless as reading information which is public is what you uh, you socialist saying which seems to be a very rational argument but i still <laughs> I'm not a fan of a service which <laughs> Abhishek is just too sad that you know Indicast is not earning money and you social is earning so it's yeah. feeling cheated after all the hard work he puts in <laughs> Yeah you bet Yeah but then I guess let's so, see you social I think Twitter has announced that it is planning to go to the courts and ask you social to be shut down because uh, nobody likes uh, spam tweets on their uh, Twitter accounts So let's see how that goes 
you social can make a rational appeal to the to the court of law there in the US yes that's right and while we are talking about innovation uh, well how can we leave behind india's capital of innovation the iits well there's a guy called harsh narang who's all of 22 year old and uh, he is an iit delhi final year student and uh, he has joined hands with students from another institute i guess two are from delhi university and one from bits bilani four of them are setting up uh, something called as a focus copy which will subsidize the photocopying that students have to do across various colleges uh, everywhere i think they have started off in delhi and mm. probably depending upon how the venture goes they may spread out elsewhere and if your email has at the rate iitdelhi.org then you get the funding that you need <laughs> i think it's a very good concept i must have photocopied tons of uh, material from you from so many other friends in my college days yeah as a student uh, like for the benefit of the people who will be doing the photocopying they will get a discount aha so in and i didn't so it's like it's like uh, these people they have tied up with some uh, particular number of photocopiers in about 25 colleges in delhi and suppose i am a student the photocopy which used to cost me 75 paise mm-hmm. it will now cost me 50 paise or if it is 50 paise then it will cost me 40 paise which means that if the photocopy is for 50 paise i'll pay 50 paise but if for every 20 sheets that i photocopy i will get a scratch card mm-hmm. and so if i save 10 paise on each sheet and i have 20 sheets so i get a 200 paise ka scratch card mm-hmm. so now i register this scratch card on their website then these people they have tie ups with uh, cellular providers for free mobile talk time or with ipods or with uh, fast food companies and i will get the voucher of these companies for as much as my scratch card uh, oh man that is awesome so it works like that that's great. so imagine he's taking what a simple 25 paise photocopy is blowing it up to something else altogether so you could get coupons to buy yes. your groceries in dmart who knows or maybe stationery yes, because you're yes. a student and maybe a couple of film yes. tickets big bazaar this that so it's very much scalable and eh? oh brilliant brilliant very yeah. nice See so, in India yeah, you come up uh, with ideas like these which are not which are not on the internet but they are very <laughs> very street smart eh? like Bania great yeah nice. and in fact he's got a big enough audience because uh, one of the statistics that i read on the internet is there are some 4.7 million students who photocopy up to 450 pages a year so multiply that it's a yeah, big man, number i remember i I have done engineering and I have done MBA and I think I wasted so much paper in those photocopying. We just photocopy books and notes and what not crap. I think half of it goes to the raddi wala anyways. You know why? But, Because we want yeah. to be safe. We want to be safe, you know. <laughs> let's just photocopy this. Yeah, let, let's let's yeah. let's go the whole hog and let's just hope that we have enough time to read all of that. We end up reading one tenth, but that's how we are. and <laughs> that's right uh, but uh, i was going through their website and uh, even they have a facebook account and they have a twitter account so this is something i feel that every advertiser is doing these days and they spread awareness about their services to networking sites like these do you know dell has made 3 million dollars in sales only from twitter 
they had all these consumers fill up a feedback form once they received a Dell machine and they asked them, where did you get to know about our store or our place or whatever, this discount? And all of them, it, it totaled to 3 million when the number of people who said they got to learn about this on Twitter. There is some 20% of the New York Times uh, uh, that is read online, the traffic is directed from Twitter. So as much as you would hate Twitter, wow. the last time I remember you saying that, that there are so many social networking sites that are actually making sense. <laughs> now. They're actually making money for a few of the companies. Yes. In fact, I feel even Indica should uh, start identifying people on uh, Facebook or Twitter and I guess you guys have a Twitter account. It helped because, you know, our 100th episode that we had published with Gul Panag that uh-huh. we had, uh, yeah, yeah. people tweeted about it and we had a few more downloads than we normally do. So I think it's what Yahoo advertised on the front page of Times of India that it's all about you. So th- these are these are the yes. websites which actually create that user-generated content. That's right. And uh, coming back to uh, the uh, Fukut copy guys, uh, I feel they also have a very defined target for their advertisers. So they know that it's for students who are in the age group of 17 to 24 and they belong to an urban metro. And so I was just checking out their website and some of the advertisers that they had on their site were the Nirulas, which is a big uh, fast food chain in Delhi. Then Career Launcher. Cafe Coffee Day, Fast Track Watches. So mm. these are the brands which focus on these target group and they have got a ready-made audience for them. And so if you know your target, I guess money starts coming in faster in online advertising. I'm sold out to something something like this. I would have been glad had it been launched a few years ago while I was studying. <laughs> yeah, we wish. Yes. So, okay. well, that's about it, I guess. Do you have anything more? No, I guess that's about it from my end too and wish all you guys a very happy Diwali. Yeah, all you guys anywhere out there in the world who celebrate Diwali the Indian way, whether in Australia, Canada, I don't know how it, how it happens there. Do you do you guys call all people together and make all those chakli and all of that and then celebrate or what? In Australia at least. Uh, where oh, no, there is no way to make chakli. <laughs> but yeah, we can buy it from the store. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we are calling a few friends at home for a small Diwali get-together. Plus, there are a number of Diwali parties here. There is a community center kind of place here called Federation Square where many events take place. And the last week, there was a Diwali Mela. So the mayor of Melbourne and all prominent personalities, they had come. And there was songs, orchestra, and there was all Indian food stalls. And there were so many people. There were Bollywood performances. I did not feel that I was in Melbourne. It felt as if I was right in India. The noise and it it was Uh, typical just like uh, you are in India. I wonder what would be the scene if you go watch a, a Hindi movie in a theater filled with all Indians. And if it is a movie like Lagan, <laughs> I think it must be a big, big riot out there in that movie theater. Because all of all of you, I think they miss India a little too much than they should. So anything which is remotely Indian and Indians abroad are like, wow, they'll, they'll go up. ExtraExcite.com. Well, well, that's about it from this episode. Signing off, go log on to theindicast.com. Leave your comments there. We love them. And also, please suggest topics that you think we can cover, India and global. So yeah, that's about it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.